What is cooking, everyone? Well, hmm, actually nothing right now. There's nothing on the barbecue stove. So if you're thinking that I was going to talk about barbecue, eh, sorry to lead you on like that. Uh, today is January 11th, 2021. It is currently 3.34 a.m. in the morning. So I'm not barbecuing. What I am doing is that I am fixing up photos that uh, for a wedding I just shot a couple weeks ago. And uh, you know when you're an artist, you kind of work late. I've always worked late. Even when I was younger, I, I was a night owl and I stayed up late. And back then I didn't, you know, stay up late for no good reason. You know, I was supposed to go to bed early, but I don't know. I just, I just couldn't. So I'm, I'm just that type of person. But as I got older, um, I found that, you know, staying up late, it works well for me. And, um, you know, doing all the creative things, it's the most quiet. That's when I can do my podcasting, touching up photos, uh, writing a lot of things, working on my script and everything else. Um, Today, I wanted to talk about 2020, and uh, I'll get into it right after you know I cut to the sponsors and all that, but um, I think it was the most logical year of my lifetime. How about your lifetime? So I wrote this thing on, um, on Facebook, and uh, a lot of people who are on Facebook, they kind of enjoy what I write. I write these long you know, status updates, paragraphs along sometimes, and uh, I use all of my writing skill out there, talking, you know, tapping it out there on the keyboard and uh, editing it all down, and, and then sometimes it's the first draft, sometimes the second, third draft, but uh, usually people like it. If you are some of my friends from Facebook tuning into this, then yeah, that's great. You can just, you know, tune in on my Facebook page and then uh, read along as I read it, And um, but I thought I'd read it to you folks and see you probably are, are just discovering discovering me for the first time. So uh, after I'll get I'll do that after I get back from these messages. Trust me, I think you're gonna like it. If not, you can tune out anytime you want, right? Free country. Almost free though. Maybe it's not too free right now. Okay, so uh, let me get straight into this article that I wrote there on Facebook. I think that's what you call it. Is it, is it in an article or is it called a status update still yet? It's kind of too long to be a status update. I, this is pages. I think if I put this on Word, it may be a, a couple pages long, maybe three pages long. Who, who the hell knows? All right, so here we go. I'm just going to read it. I may stutter here and there because, uh, you know, there may be like uh, grammatical errors here and there. So, uh, okay, so here we go. 2020, the most illogical year of our lifetime. So when COVID hit America, Democrat cities used this pandemic to their advantage now, make no mistake, they crashed this economy on purpose. And while governors and mayors said publicly, we need to be more like Japan and South Korea, those two countries, they never locked down completely. Instead, the Democrat cities, they locked down everything. And they took your First Amendment freedoms, flushed them down the gutter, tossed it aside like a bad joke, and all to protect you. And what were they doing? They were embracing China's policies, not South Korea's or Japan's. Does that make any sense? And then they took, when, when hydroxychloroquine, zinc, azithromycin, proved to be a viable remedy to COVID, the media along with the left and Dr. Fauci, they tossed it aside because Trump endorsed it. That's the only reason why. No matter, even though they had studies that said the otherwise. And by the way, if you're wondering, this cocktail of drugs, it's still being used to fight COVID. And it's being done with positive results. So to this very day, though, most hospitals, 
they're triggered hospitals, right? And doctors triggered. They still don't treat COVID properly. And they tell most of their patients to quarantine and to call them in. Call them if their symptoms get worse. Hey, call us when you can't breathe. So most don't try the plethora of possible antidotes out there, which range from hydroxychloroquine, quercetin, ivermectin, remdesivir, dexamethasone, or even synthetic antibodies, until it's too late. Now, all of these drugs need to be administered as soon as possible for them to work, but they wait until you can't breathe and put, they want to intubate you, put you on a ventilator, and then just say, oh God, he died. We tried hydroxychloroquine, it didn't work. It has to be administered immediately. I can tell you stories. I know people who actually had hydroxychloroquine and it, it saved their lives. I can tell you it worked. So I'm still talking about 2020 now, right? So we all remember George Floyd. His death was tragic. Nobody should die like that. But the story of his death was manipulated to divide our country. It was done on purpose. And the truth, the truth is that the cops that were involved were not racist. Because there were two other black people in the SUV with Floyd, and they weren't arrested, they weren't even hurt, they weren't killed. And that Floyd, he was saying, I can't breathe, before he went to the ground, when he was inside the SUV, the police SUV. Now, how do I know that? Because I watched the body cam footage in full. What was released was the cell phone footage. And that was, a, and the press, the policemen, the city councilmen, the Democrats did not want to release that in full because their narrative of systemic racism and that police were pigs in a blanket, they needed that to push the narrative of systemic racism. George Floyd's death, well, you know, it divided our country. But then it also gave Democrats a platform to run on. And that's what they're looking at. Create a platform of systemic racism. Joe Biden was here to swoop in and save you from systemic racism, which was false. And President Trump was at the root of all this problem. That was it. Now, all of this right now, so far, is sounding illogical. Right? From the beginning. Right? You know, embracing Chinese communist <laughs> values. To lock, to lock us down, destroy our businesses, and saying you want to be like South Korea. Illogical. Not using hydroxychloroquine when it actually does work. Illogical. Telling us systemic racism exists when it doesn't exist. Illogical. Is it illogical if people are being stupid? So then COVID, it comes around there, and they, Democrats use COVID to push mail-in balloting. Now that's after it was used to crush our economy. And instead of, we saw Biden, instead of campaigning for president in swing states, Joe Biden unleashed his troops of lawyers to battleground areas, battleground states, to change how they counted mail-in ballots. And only in key swing states would they count mail-in ballots after all other votes were tallied, right? That went against the norm, as all other states counted their mail-in ballots first to avoid ballot stuffing, right? California, Texas, Florida, way bigger states, and they all countered their ballots, their mail-in ballots first, much faster than they did. <laughs> Is that illogical? That doesn't make any sense. Huh. I don't understand that. And why don't we back up here? Why don't we back up here and talk about the peaceful protesters who burned down churches, businesses, police precincts, stole from stores, both big and small businesses, all in the name of George Floyd. 
And they were told by the, and the media told us that they were peaceful. And remember, peaceful protesters show up with bricks and Molotov cocktails to throw at cops. Is that logical? That's illogical. Well, I can keep repeating myself here. Oh, man, I am getting heated as I read my own things here. So, I want to know. You tell me. So, why, why did Joe Biden's lawyers want to count mail-in ballots in only the, these key states and wanted, to, wanted their counting to last weeks after November 3rd? It had nothing to do with having every ballot counted. Again, much larger states such as California, Texas, and Florida finished their mail-in ballot countings within hours. And these smaller states couldn't. Why did it take weeks? Well, we all know the answer. They're stuffing the ballots. They're finding ballots. Same thing like how they stole Georgia. One precinct, one strong Democrat stronghold stops counting while the lead, they, they, find, out how, they find out how much they need and all of a sudden they have a ballot dump and lo and behold, they lose. The graph looks the same way, by the way. And the graph looks illogical. 2020. Oh, wait, that was 2021. So 2020, that election was illogical. Then this, this one in Georgia, that what the hell was illogical. And let's see about, um, you know, President Trump was labeled, well, he's been labeled since, since the beginning by the left in the media. But once again, he was this racist, a misogynist, a xenophobe, a buffoon, a warmonger, a Nazi, basically a supervillain worse than Thanos himself. Now, I don't want to get into it, but they were all lies. But here's the thing. Chris Wallace on the debate stage accused Trump of racist comments dur during Charlottesville. You remember that? When he said there are good people on both sides? Well, he did this purposely because Joe Biden said this was the reason why he ran for president. Well, what Chris Wallace failed to mention, that Chris Wallace himself ran a segment on Fox that debunked <laughs> the, the media's interpretation of Trump's comments. Chris Wallace himself said that was false. And here he is pushing that narrative onto Trump. Could you imagine that? Because that was Joe Biden's narrative to run. And he didn't even t challenge Joe Biden and say, do you know, Joe, that the reason why you're running is actually based upon a debunk a myth, right? That was actually fact-checked, and even fact-checkers say that's not correct. So Joe Biden ran on a lie. <laughs> he didn't even run on that. When he first started running, he said it was because his the other son, what was it, Bo Biden, the one that didn't lose his laptop, that was a dying wish for him to run for president. And it changed. Huh. I don't think even that's true. You know, Joe Biden has all of these stories that, oh, my, 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 my sister did this, my brother did that, all these things. I think they're all fake. You know, he, 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 he is the gaff man, and he's a compulsive liar. So what about Hunter Biden's laptop? Remember that? Well, according to Joe, it was the Russians again. Oops, that was a lie. And then the vote happened, right? Amazingly, Joe Biden raked in 81 million votes, 11 million more votes than Barack Obama. And he did this with half the counties that Barack Obama had. And he did this mostly campaigning, mostly from his basement, putting his foot in his mouth every time he emerged to see the sunlight. And then he pulled in a whopping 12 people at campaign events. And I guess that's, he set the new standard for future campaigns. Stay in your basement, put your foot in your mouth. You get 81 million votes. You just need those mail-in ballots in those key states. You don't even have to have as many counties. How the hell did he get that? 
You know, if you do the math, and it was, it was in my other podcast, it doesn't add up either. The math, literally, the, the amount of votes that are available to both Donald Trump and and um, Joe Biden, if you if you uh, take Trump's vote tally, which is 74 million, well, there's only 65 more million votes left in this in the universe of available votes of regist- of registered voters. How did he get 81? There's only supposed to be 65 million left. <laughs> That's not fraud. Or all right. So now we fast forward to January 6th. So we're out of 2020, but the illogical world it still goes on. So domestic terrorists as I was, as I was told, they stormed the Capitol. You know, these domestic terrorists they said they had enough. Their lives were destroyed. Their businesses were shut down. They couldn't attend funerals of loved ones. They couldn't worship, couldn't be treated with COVID properly. You know, their kids couldn't attend schools. They couldn't dine in a restaurant. Their livelihood was destroyed and their constitutional rights were stripped. You know, they're sick and tired of being labeled a racist. And because they didn't judge anyone by their skin color. Now, these domestic terrorists, they stormed in. Well, oops. I mean, they strode in. Some literally with walking canes. And they were so dangerous, they were carrying American flags. And surprisingly, these terrorists didn't bring any Molotov cocktails or guns like the peaceful BLM and Antifa protesters. No, most of these domestic terrorists were peaceful. They were posing with, with selfies and posing for selfies um, instead of acting like peaceful protesters who tore down statues and spray-painted slogans on walls. You remember, if you tear down a statue or burn a target... That's peaceful protesting. You know, if you take a two-by-four and whack an old lady with it, that's peaceful protesting. But how dare you go into a Capitol and, and, because you feel your vote was being taken away and you need to take back your country. Could you imagine if this happened in China or Iran or Pakistan or anywhere, Venezuela, where there's a ruthless leader? America, the media would call them freedom fighters, Right? What if it is true? What if the circumstantial evidence is true? We know there's fraud. We know there's no widespread voter fraud. It's targeted fraud. Every crime out there in the world is never widespread. When it's serial killers, it's not, or there's a widespread serial killer. No, it's always a targeted. Even sexual harassment happens in a very targeted area. Even organized crime happens in certain targeted areas of the city. They're, they're, they're responsible for this part, that part. They're, it's not nationwide. What we saw was fraud that was very well targeted in specific arenas. And they were targeted that way so they could flip elections. It's always done that way. That's all you have to do. You just have to nudge it a little. And even when Antifa, who most likely, and there is now proof that they did infiltrate, they did infiltrate this, this uh, peaceful protest. Oh, wait, this, these domestic terrorists, the peaceful pre- protesters, the Antifa guys who showed up with helmets and bats. Um, <laughs> you know, the, <laughs> they're the ones. It's very targeted. Again, they're very, you don't need many of them to start a riot. People will riot. <laughs> People will riot if their football team wins the Super Bowl. That's what the Philadelphia, that's what the Philadelphians did over there. You know, they won the Super Bowl and I saw them climbing, I saw them climbing lamp poles, you know, overturning cars and everything like that. So, if not all domestic terrorists were the same as those who strode into, into the Capitol. Now, I always thought domestic terrorism resulted in mass casualties. But I guess I'm not progressive enough to understand. 
So here we are today, uh, you know, with President-elect Joe Biden, weeks away from being sworn in, and social media, the modern-day soapbox Americans use to express their First Amendment rights, are being taken away. So again, social media, that's the modern-day soapbox. You know, that's our First Amendment rights. That's where I express my First Amendment rights, or, 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 the, or most of it. That's where I can disagree with people, insult people, or, you know, share pictures with my family. And right now we're seeing all of those, all of those rights taken away. And they're all hiding be, behind a corporate veil. They're saying, we can do it, do this because we're a corporation. Hmm. And they're doing it to protect us from those domestic terrorists who are carrying flags and not burning down anything and not spray painting, painting anything. Do you imagine if Antifa went into the Capitol, what would happen? Those peaceful protesters or BLM. You know, those guys are so peaceful, they burn down Wendy's. Extremely peaceful. I don't understand that. So again, what has 2020 taught me? Number one is facts don't matter. Number two is morals don't matter. Number three, your opinion really doesn't matter. But what matters is your allegiance to the Democratic Party. Now, that's all they want. They want your allegiance. They don't want your morals. The, you know, here's the big mistake that, you, that everyone makes a mistake about um, politicians, especially specifically the Democrats. And I would even throw in the Republicans there. Okay, they want you to listen, obey, listen and obey because they say they're there to help as long as you don't disagree with them. All right. But what do they really want? Again, it's not morals because they wanted to impeach Trump on quid pro quo of Ukraine. Joe Biden did that. It was on tape. And then they ran him as a candidate. They said they didn't want Trump because he was, you know, you know, because he was a misogynist. And, and he was accused of sexual harassment. Accused. Joe Biden is on video sexually harassing women. What do you call smelling their hair, rubbing the back of their shoulders when they don't want to be, you know, they don't want it, they're not inviting it. That's very romantically. What is that? He has actual people out there, former aides who work for him, who accused him of sexual harassment. And those people got silenced. They don't care about morals. You know, Hillary Clinton. Hillary Clinton colluded with the Russians. And they ran her. They used her Russian information to try to get Trump out of office and then accused Trump for doing what something they did. So don't tell me the Democratic Party are, are about morals. Every time I hear that, they're all, they're all about morals. And this country needs healing from them. <laughs> it's like, they don't care. I mean, Joe Biden's out there enriching his own kids. Well, enriching his kids, obviously. And then here comes Trump saying, whoa, something's going on with these Biden's things, tells the president of Ukraine. Maybe you guys can look into that. The Democrats say, whoa, you can't do that. You can't do opposition research. The vice president of the United States may have used the office to enrich his family. And you can't, you can't get to the bottom of that. That's treason. Own, your own president can't get to the bottom of that. The Democrats claim they have morals. And now we're finding out all of that was true. So they impeached him on something that was true. Because the FBI is actually investigating Hunter Biden because he didn't report that income. So he did get money from the Ukrainians. And what did he get it for? He has no skill. He has no skill in energy. He has no skill. He doesn't even speak Russian. 
right? Do they speak Russian in Ukraine or is it, is it Ukrainian? I don't know. But he doesn't speak their language. So what can he bring to the table other than Joe Biden? He even said he got it because of his name. And other than that, he has no skill. He even said there on TV. He says, well, a lot of, a lot of people on the board have no skill. So why'd you get it? Why'd you get it, Hunter? Oh, it's because of my name, right? And then we see photos of him and even emails of certain executives in Burisma meeting with Joe Biden. And now all of this. Joe Biden has deals with China, by the way. Hunter Biden, they have loans from China. That's proven. And then Joe, Joe Biden is in there in the office and says, he's, he, tell, he, he tells us that, oh, things, relationships with China is going to go back to normal. China comes out and says, relationships with the U.S. will go back to normal. So what is normal for them? Stealing trademarks, stealing our manufacturing jobs, you know, you know, have a man- manipulating currency. That's normal for them. You know, forcing countries to go bankrupt by giving, by bailing them out and making that country in debt to China. That's normal for them. Completely normal. You tell me. You tell me what's going on. Twenty twenty. The beginning of 21, completely a logical year. Nothing made any sense. The, the whole election didn't make any sense. Our, our, our country doesn't make any sense anymore. We don't have any rights. What's happening with Parler? Look at this whole thing. What, you know what does it, you, know, you have a brain, you have intuition, you, you can read. We can, we can see it all, all on top of the writing on the wall. We can see it. You don't have to be a genius. You, well, you have to be extremely stupid not to see it. That, hey, Parler... You know, the first, you know, having it eliminated from the web, Amazon just completely, you know, completely wiped it off its servers. Can you believe that? Because they said that Parler was <laughs> was um, aiding in creating domestic terrorism. Let me get this straight. Google, <laughs> Facebook, social media, Twitter, you know, <laughs> the Ayatollah. Still has has his Twitter account, and the president of America doesn't have it. He, the Ayatollah of America, coordinates terroristic attacks. In fact, a lot of dictators have a Twitter Twitter account. Kim Jong Un still has his Twitter account. <laughs> like, I don't understand it. What is going on? It doesn't make any sense. It's illogical, and they want to tell you it's logical. Well. I just hope you don't lose your brain. I really don't know where we're going to go from here, people. By the way, I already stopped reading. I, I read part of what I wrote. I, I improvised most of it. But uh, huh, it is frustrating. I am frustrated. I am pissed now. I read my own thing. I'm pissed off. Oh, you know, I, I wish I had some like, advice for you. I really do. But I am probably just as lost. I mean... Geez, sometimes I really feel like we've got to leave this nation or, or move to a red state. But even some of these red states, I don't know how they'll be affected. And, and, and it's a big part of me just wishes Texas will lead away and just say, hey, we'll take the red states with us and Joe Biden, you take the blue states. And anybody who wants to you know, live in a liberal Democrat city with Chaz and, all, and no rules and, and, and illegal immigrants and drugs and, pro, and prostitution and all that... Go to the blue states, you know, they'll, they'll, they'll fix you all up. 
But us red states are Bible-thumping states that, you know, believe in a God and, and First Amendment rights and freedom of speech and all those things and low taxes. Welcome to our state. We should just have two, we should have two presidents. We should have two countries, you know. It, it's getting to a point where we just have to break apart. I mean, really, what are we going to do? You know, it's only these few, if you take a look at it, at it, the majority of the states that went to Trump, it's still majority red. The counties that went to Trump, it's still all majority red. It's only Joe Biden in these very stronghold Republican, strong, I mean, Democrat strongholds. And they don't make up most of the country. Maybe by, maybe by population they do, but not by area. So you have these small areas, these people who live in high-rises, very rich people. And, and make no mistake, the Democrats are the rich ones now. It's not the Republicans. The Republicans right now, because a lot of them own businesses that were shut down, they're poor. <laughs> like, oh, I mean, it's hard. It's hard to make, I mean, I, trust me, when the, when the time was good, like I was making good money, but it's tough right now. It's really tough. All right, people, well, I'm going to end it here. I'm going to wa go watch some HBO Max. I'm kind of addicted to this uh, one show called Harley Quinn. And uh, I think I think the writing in there is really good. But uh, I think that's about where I'll end everything today. Hope you have a good night. And I will talk to you later. Bye.